0: all-star break how are we looking phil michael show on the air feeling good today feeling really good today i don't know why i just am just am hopefully you are as well and uh hopefully you're staying cool hot day today Uh, depending on what part of the state you are in. I know to the northern area, they had some rain and showers and thunderstorms. Uh, Here in the southeastern portion, it's been hot. The humidity is on the rise, so we got all of that to contend with. Big deal. I love it. Eat it like candy. How's your day today, Ben Kenny? It's been, you know, long. It started early,
1: but it's been great. We had a fun Now, Are you filling
0: in for Ebo or are you filling in for Rowdy?
1: I'm filling in for Nelson, a much-needed vacation. Uh, he took okay. last Friday off and this week off, so it's myself and Ebo. It's been fun. Okay.
0: Well, there you go. I uh, I had a chance to to check it out a little bit. I was out trimming bushes earlier this morning. I got up at Whoa. about 530, and uh, I have a, a, a battery-charged trimmer, so it's not loud, so I can get up and, and trim bushes and do all that kind of stuff and not wake neighbors, so I feel pretty good about that. So got up this morning and started doing yard work i uh, got a bunch of people coming to the house this weekend, so trying to get everything done. Tomorrow night is Wednesday Night Live, so I'm going to that. Thursday, I can't remember what we have. Uh, oh, Thursday, we pick up the new uh, Big Inna Cruiser. We go down to uh, Elkhorn and CUNIS uh, RV. We pick up the new Cruiser on Thursday. We had a preview of it out at Road America, but uh, we actually go pick it up now on Thursday. So that's Thursday, and then Friday, uh, I'm off on Friday. You know that I'm off on Friday, right? Uh, yeah, I guess I did.
1: <laughs> okay. I don't know. There's, I, th- it's been busy because with last week I was in and then this week I'm in in the morning. So I haven't really right. checked. I will say I've not been
0: up to date on it. So yeah, I guess you're off Friday. I'm off <laughs> on Friday. I'm off. I, uh there's, there's about four or five charity events that I do, uh, golf tournaments that I do every year and, uh, and Friday's one of them. So anyway, long story short is, uh. I'm going to uh, going to take off on Friday. And then Friday is kind of the pregame because uh, playing the golf outing early on Friday down at Grand Geneva. And it's it's a great time for uh, the Children's Miracle Network, and it's, it's a tremendous cause. Uh, but then on, on Friday night, got friends coming to town, staying at the house. As everybody begins to gather for the, the mighty Jimmy Buffett concert down at the Alpine Valley on Saturday, taking place on Saturday. And then Sunday is obviously a day of recuperation. So... Getting ready for that coming up this weekend. Uh, 877-867-1670. That's the phone number if you want to chime in. You can also find us over on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. Uh, also, you can find us uh, over on, uh, on uh, well, ben, ben Z. Kenny, too, on Twitter, at Ben Z. Kenny. Uh, I, did you guys get into some kind of discussion today with Grant Bills? Yeah, he joins the morning show every Tuesday at
1: 740. Okay. We were talking to him about Jimmy Buffett and okay. how we started the show yesterday, and I guess I'm the middleman here. I don't love being the middleman, but he said he'd love to if you presented him tickets with for him and his girlfriend. He'd love to go to the concert. So then, <sighs> I guess you could tell me what you think, and then I'll relay it to him. I guess that's. How I it's have,
0: working. I have, one ticket. Um. Let me see. Let me see. I have one ticket. Now, I can get my hands on lawn seats. That's no problem. But I have one ticket under the shelter. Um,
1: let me see. You should not feel pressured. He did say he is, quote, burned out because, quote, I've gone to too many concerts.
0: Okay. But, but it's an experience. Um, I'll see what I can do. Now, if I come up with, do you want the extra ticket? Where is this concert? Alpine Valley. I don't think I can make it there. It's between, if you go south between Madison and Milwaukee. Huh. It's near Lake Geneva.
1: I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready to jump into that world yet. I think I need to ease
0: myself in. Because this is what we could do. Okay, and I, I probably shouldn't be doing this on the air, but... What we could do is you drive to Elkhorn, we will pick you up in the RV, and you can go in with us. As a non-parrot head, do you think I'll be able to survive? Um, Well, there's a couple of non-hardcore parrot heads going with us, but they go because it's a party. Now, I know the weather's going to be somewhat iffy. But if you want to go, I have one ticket, and I, th- and I think because it, now Grant threw the monkey wrench in because he needs him and his girlfriend, and I understand that. So we would have to get uh, another pair of tickets. I think I can come up with a pair of lawn seats for him. I just don't have tickets underneath the pavilion. Uh, but I think I, I've got a couple of connections I could possibly possibly roll in that direction. All right, I'll talk to Grant. Okay, see you what's let up. Grant know I'm working on it, and I will have an answer by the end of the day today. And the extra ticket, a buddy of mine's going, and his girlfriend can't go, so we've got one extra ticket in the pavilion, so I'll you be your go. friends plus one. you would be the plus <laughs> one yeah well, it's just a big group of friends, that's basically you. what it is but uh but he's riding down he's riding his motorcycle down from Wausau to come and uh, come and join us, so we have one ticket left and it's uh, a little bit of byob but uh, there are will be margaritas and such going on and if you want to go and uh, we can do some facebook live stuff and and all that stuff and and promote it we will we'll do that so that's up to you cuz the the ticket that ticket's available if you want to go all right you mull that over and let me know by the end of the show i will mull it over Okay, I need there to listen
1: go. to Jimmy Buffett. Is what I have to do. <laughs>
0: you, you, you don't listen to Buffett, seriously. You don't listen to Buffett. I don't even know if I have any. I was going to say if I have some, I will shoot some pictures. I will tweet some pictures out from years gone by of crazy parties at the Buffett pre pre uh, the tailgates. Oh God, because it, it's that. That's what you go for. You you know Jimmy Buffett's good. You know it's fun music. It's it's beach music. It's party music. It, it, that's cool. Uh, it's recognizable for the most part. But you don't go for that. You go for the party out front. And no matter what anybody says, there will be people there from the age of 18 to 80. It, it is a a potpourri of people. It is a collective. It doesn't matter your color. It doesn't matter your age. It doesn't matter. It's just a party. It, it's just an outright fun party. That's what it is. So I'll, I'll see if I can dig up some old, old pictures, uh, and I will... Uh, I will, uh, I will go ahead and uh, shoot a few out. I'll tweet a few out to you. We'll do that. Uh, so there's our, uh, our starting off discussion today. I was just wondering, because Grant Bills, I started getting tagged in tweets, and I'm looking down, and I'm like, wow, wait a minute here. You know, I was kind of looking at all of this stuff, and I'm thinking, oh, my goodness. You know, I, I so, so, something must have happened. And uh, then it kind of went from there. And, uh, by the way, the and fix your couch man was pretty funny, just an FYI. For those that follow you guys and Grant over on Twitter, that was, I was following that. It so was kind of serious, listen. though.
1: I didn't really mean it as a joke. Kind of a ripped up couch in the middle of wherever you
0: are. Oh no, the, the, the couch where it's 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 a leather couch. And for those that follow me on Twitter, I can even retweet it out. Uh, but it, it, it's a leather couch, and it's it looks like the dog's been uh, laying there for years and years and years. And finally, the dog drool split the uh, split the leather. So I, I get it. <laughs> I give Grant credit, though. You know why? You know what's not there? Duct tape. That's what's not there. Our buddy Dwayne could probably fix that, by the way. But that's what's not there is duct tape. On a leather couch, you just let it go. You try to fix it. You do what you can, but you let it go. Do not use duct tape. Looks like a couch unless from a unless horror it's in an a- film. Unless it's in an area that cannot be visibly seen to the naked eye looking around the room. Now, if it's up against the wall, that's one thing. But you don't do it on the cushions. So he, he does have the split there. I would assume that rakes the backs of your back of your thighs as you start to get up after watching the uh, Home Run Derby. Correct me if I'm wrong.
1: Kind of looks like a couch where like some little doll in the closet turns demented and kills you. <laughs>
0: like the doll's going to pop its head up from behind the couch? <laughs> or from inside the crack. <laughs> from in- okay. That means the doll's head would pop up your ass as you were sitting there. Nobody needs that. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. That's the phone number. If you want to chime in, here is the question of the day. And I got it again yesterday. And I said, I'll just going to, this is today. This is today. Josh Hader. Josh Hader, obviously, you know, needed the break, needed the rest. He's home with his family and his newborn. And and that's tremendous. The argument is trade him now while he's got value Or lose him later and there are a lot of people right now that say trade him got to trade him got to get value got to get value I cannot convince these people otherwise I don't think there's a right or wrong answer I think the scenarios have to play out in my world Where if you are going for it, and you obviously need a bat, you make a deal for the bat or two, and you try to keep your team intact, and you make a run. You're going to win the division. okay? Unless you go get hit with mass injury for the second half of the season, you're going to win the division. I don't think there's any doubt about that. But the question becomes, do you then weaken and or destroy the back end of your bullpen, your closer, for a bat, and thus run the risk of giving up games in close game situations, specifically come the postseason. Or, as many of you have become, angry pessimists, and I understand it. I'm not condemning you. I'm just saying this. This is what is is prevalent. The way the team limped into the all-star break, screw them, they can't hit, it doesn't matter, they're one and done, they're going to get beat by a, a wild card team, get something for hater now, and begin building towards the future. You have already, with a team in first place in the National League Central, you have already thrown this team to the wolves and said, let's move on, let's start building towards the future. Not the here and the now, not the win now. You pretty much have given up on the season by the way they limped into the All-Star break. What side of the fence do you fall on? Trade Josh Hader, get value for him, explain it to me right now, or you got to hang on to the guy. You got to do anything and everything you can to try to pay this guy, because he could end up being, with the success that he has had, he could end up being one of, the, one of the best closers of all time. He could be up there with Hoffman and Mariano Rivera and Eckersley. He could end up being, now, with postseason experience and such, may not be uh, the exact same when it comes to total saves because, obviously, the Brewers have to go deep into the postseason. But over time, in his young career, what he's done has been incredibly impressive. So what do you do? What do you do? Phone lines wide open. I want to know your thoughts on this. Hit me up over on the Bud Light live stream. You can follow us, Facebook.com slash the Show. Follow us over on YouTube, youtube.com slash Michaels show. You can subscribe and follow us there absolutely free. Uh, Twitch TV as well. Email the program TheBillMichaels at gmail.com. TheBillMichaels at gmail.com. I want to know what you would do. Would you trade hater? Get something for them now. Begin to build towards the future. Concede the season. Because that seems to be the mentality. Or are you thinking to yourself, this team's only a couple of bats away from being back on track. Look what they did early. They've got the potential to have power. They've got the potential to get hot at the right time. You're going to get healthy as the season winds down. At least that's what the perception is. So don't weaken the back end of the bullpen, but rather – can continue to bolster this team and try to go for it. Go ahead and give us a shot. I want to hear from you. Stay tuned. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up right after this. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Go.
2: Oh. You
0: can feel the breeze now.
2: All of those love covered with
0: Oh, and Margarita though. Loving life. You're feeling the mood now, aren't you, Ben Kenny? I want to turn this off before clothes start coming off.
3: <laughs> this
1: could get Not dangerous, mine. Bill. Not mine.
0: Not mine. But if it was uh, audio only, it could work. You know? Yeah, yeah. Margaritaville, wonderful place to be. Yeah, you've not lived until you've had a margarita made by a motorcycle engine that somebody carries around with them, with a margarita blender on top of it, uh, and you power noted. it with a throttle. Yeah, you've not lived <laughs> till that point. Yeah, so eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. The question is, Josh Hader, do you trade him? If so, why? Do you trade him? If so, why? Or not? I—I I, That has been the topic du jour for the last 48 hours. Ah, they stink. They're not going to win anything. They can't hit. You might as well go ahead and get rid of Hader now. Get something for him. Um, so that's one side of the coin. The other side is, hey, they're a couple of bats away. The team can get hot. They're going to win the division and find themselves in the postseason anyway. You might as well go ahead and trade for a couple of bats, keep the band together, try to pay hater down the road, don't get rid of a guy who could be a perennial Hall of Famer when it comes to relievers, and hang on to him and, and continue to move forward and strive to, uh, to win a championship. What side of the fence do you fall on? What side of the fence... Do you fall on? I think it's an interesting conundrum. Uh, I don't. I I am of the belief, and I, I've said this time and again. I am of the belief that you hang on to them. You you can't continually grow talent, find it, cultivate it, and get rid of it. It doesn't work that way. It it just you can't you can't be a, a small market team and continue to survive that way. I know you're going to have to pay him, and he's going to demand quite a bit of money. But at some point, you got to say, we're going to keep the band together, and we're going to put good pieces around it. I know that uh, David Stearns, during the broadcast the other day, was talking about the MLB draft and said, look, you know, you, you draft quality players, you piecemeal your team together. When you find quality players, you keep them, as he stated you keep them, then you find other free agents that you can get in with decent contracts and decent maneuverability until some of those quality players begin to come up and or become trade pieces to make your team that much better. Um, There's no sugarcoating it there. There's a philosophy. So I'm thinking to myself that if I'm David Stearns, I am looking for a bat or two, um, maybe a reliever, and I'm I, I'm pretty solid. I'm pretty sure I'm going to win this division. For as poorly as my team has played in the last month of the season, in this division, it's it pretty much stinks. Even the team that's nipping at your heels is just as bad, if not worse, than you. So why would you not go for it? Why would you not try to just put pieces together that maybe could get you hot at the right time? I think it's a no-brainer. Phone lines wide open. Uh, Let's see here. This is from Brantley who says, to answer your question on Josh Hader, if the Brewers trade him before the deadline, there's no chance for a World Series this year. If anything, they will trade him in the offseason because you're going to get prospects for the future. But but if you trade him before the trade deadline to a team that is in need – Are you conceding? Can you imagine a team conceding? Unless, of course, you're getting a a multitude of bats, quality bats in return for Josh Hader and pieces that you believe is then going to just completely turn your offense around. Then... Aren't you, in essence, conceding that, yeah, we're going to win the division, but we're really not that good? And, and that becomes a real conundrum. Because as a small market team, you're telling your fan base, look, we can win the division, but we can't compete with the teams that are, that are ahead of us. We're not there. When in reality, that may be true, but can you tell your fan base that? Can you concede a season? in which you are in first place prior to the end of July when fans have yet decided whether or not to buy tickets that has to come into question as well um they say uh, Brentley also says but no contending team is going to give pieces from the major league because they are going to uh, they're going for it as well see that i agree if you trade Josh Hader, you are in essence saying, yeah, we're pretty much conceding that this season's done. I don't think you can do that when you are in first place. I think it's crazy. I Maybe maybe we are, Brantley, you and I, You maybe we are in the majority. Maybe the people that are screaming to trade him are the loud minority. They are the loud squeaky wheel. But I agree with that. I really do. Now, now, Ben, you're asking me what if the trade was for a Juan Soto type of guy? Another angle to this is like, yeah,
1: I'm not in favor of trading him because I know fate will come back and he will beat the Brewers in the playoffs. That's how mm-hmm. it usually works. But if the trade was for some difference-making bat, that is the piece to make this offense click from top to bottom, I could hear the argument behind that.
0: Um, if, if you were trading Juan Soto for Josh Hader, they needed a back end of the bullpen. They knew they weren't going to be able to pay Soto, so they want to get rid of Soto, get something for him. Hader's going to be a little bit more affordable. You've got a new ownership group that's eventually going to come in that's going to want that team signed and streamlined and looking good by the time they take it over. You're trying to sell it. So I, I can understand that to a certain extent. Hater, four prospects, for the record, or five prospects. Right. Yeah, I was going to say hater yeah. and some prospects. But, uh, I, hmm. They would never
1: do it, but I'm thinking that level of difference maker. That's when I can maybe rethink, like, what if there's a star hitter out there and the only way you can acquire them – from a semi-contending team, is to give up Hater for it. I could right. hear the argument, yeah, you know,
0: for them to do that. Then you could make that argument, I think, because then you've got a legitimate bust over the top type of bat that could ignite your lineup. Now, Washington's not winning with them, so uh, you know, I mean, you can say that one bat does not a, a team make. I understand that. I think that would be kind of the only way. Now, on the other other side of the, uh, the spectrum, if you're Washington, do you make that deal? Because Washington, for any new ownership group, they're going to want to see Juan Soto there, or they're not going to want to be attached to that kind of a contract. So you're still going to be in the same conundrum when you have to sign Josh Hader.
1: Um. There's no way in the world Washington would do that. Because you get a closer like this when you're ready to contend, they're far away. They want young guys. But I'm trying to think of some equivalent level impact guy where there isn't Uh, necessarily a a black line in the sand, trade him or don't,
0: where there could be a gray area where maybe it could mm -hmm. be beneficial. Uh, Our buddy ESPN Steve says, get hot at the right time. Has the Brewers ever gotten hot at the right time? They got cold at the wrong time historically. Um, The year that Braun went off and won the MVP, they got hot at the right time. That's the only time I can think when things really started to matriculate. Go back to the year that CC came on board, Sabathia, and he really kind of drug their ass across the finish line and put them into the postseason. But they didn't get hot after that, no. Then they fell hard to the Philadelphia Phillies. Hmm. Good question. Um, Dolce over on Twitter, Dolce seven twelve, says uh, don't take don't take Juan Soto. He just ruined a swing last night, winning the home run derby. By the way, our 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 uh, over and under bet on Albert Pujols. I think I won that with an asterisk. Yeah, why with an asterisk?
1: Because oh, you didn't see the uh, the whole controversy over this.
0: I. I watched it. What was the controversy?
1: So there have been clips resurfaced of Kyle Schwarber's responding round in that swing off, and he actually tied Pujols, but they didn't count one of his home runs. So he hit more than seven. Yeah, he tied Pujols there, so they should have done another swing off, but they only counted one fewer. So they gave Pujols the win. Okay, so it's under protest. No, I
0: saw that, but my my thing was is we bet over over and under on seven home runs. Oh right, I forgot about that. That was my. That's what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, the I could care less about the controversy. Oh yeah, I see Albert Pujols advance or not, and it was. I mean, it was pretty neat. Uh, After Pujols finished his first round, to see everybody come out, you know, all the players basically came out, gave him uh, homage to say, you know, hey, tremendous career, your last home run derby, you know, you're kind of taking your swan song tour right now. It, it, that is cool. I mean, regardless of what you feel about Albert Pujols, and I know there's a lot of mixed feelings about him because I was watching Twitter last night. Uh, regardless of that, it, it was still pretty – it's it's always cool when you see peers in any walk of life give kudos to somebody that they look up to, respect, and or has given their, their you know, their their all – if you will, to that particular field. Uh, it's not just, you know, whether it's whether it's baseball, basketball, football, whatever, or any walk of life, it's always cool when you see peers get together and say, you know, hey, we appreciate what you've done, regardless of what you feel about the person. So that was pretty neat last night. Uh, if you want to give us a shout and chime in on this, by all means do so. Uh, should the Brewers be thinking about trading Josh Hader now? Or do you think about signing him? Or do you want to trade him in the offseason? Because that's going to be the hot topic. That has been the hot topic the last forty-eight hours. I'm going to say, stay tuned. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up, and it's coming up right after this. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. And uh, did the axles and the bearings, and, and and did a fantastic job. Absolutely, positively, no worries about that thing traveling uh, about four hundred miles. 800 miles total uh, down and back uh, for vacation. So whether it's a trailer, uh, tractor trailer, whether it's a soccer mom, minivan, whatever it happens to be, uh, all you have to do is stop in and they can take care of you. From oil changes to major auto repairs, that is our friends at J&L Tire Service right out there uh, on uh, uh, the Johnson Creek exit. It's just north of 94. You can almost see it from the highway, but it's right there, the Johnson Creek exit. And stop in, tell Lyle and his staff and his, Chad, uh, his son, Chad, and everybody, we said hi. Um, So the question is, would you trade Josh Hader? Would you, should you, if you're the Brewers, trade Josh Hader? I'm not a fan of this. So I have a skewed opinion on this. But maybe you can convince me one way or the other. I don't think so, but, you know, who knows. Uh, Let's go to our buddy Mike in West Dallas. Mike, welcome to the program, The Bill Michael Show. What's going on, man? Hey, Bill. How are you doing? Doing great. What you thinking?
2: Yeah, so I would um, – I'd probably wait to trade Josh Hader until the offseason. Um, I wouldn't sign him long-term uh, for three reasons. Number one, you know, when you're selling a stock, you don't sell a stock at its lowest point. I think Josh Hader is kind of at his lowest point right now um, because he's really struggled over the last month. Um, and as another team, I'm kind of wondering, did the league figure him out? Is he tipping his pitches? You know, it, did he lose some of his stuff? So I, I kind of want to see, is he going to get this corrected or not? Um, and number two, if you trade him now, what kind of message does that send to the rest of the guys on the team? You know, it, it kind of sends the message that we don't think we have what it takes to compete for a World Series this year. Uh, so we're just going to get whatever we can for Josh Hader because we know we're not going to be able to re-sign him. Um, and, in and another thing is that I only have faith in three, guy, uh, four guys in their bullpen right now, uh, Boxberger, Milner, and Williams, and Hayter. Uh, if they get rid of Hayter, then you got three decent relievers, and is three decent relievers really enough to get you to a World Series? I, I don't think so. You know, they're already lacking depth in that bullpen, and th- this would just make it worse. Um, and number three, I, I just don't think that you pay closers long term. You know, how many – how many Brewers closers have we seen that have kind of been flashed in the pan? Now I would say Josh Hader is better than those guys. Uh, but at the same time, you know, John Axford, Derek Turnbow, Curtis Laskanik. I mean, the list goes on and on that I think as a closer, you're replaceable. You know, find a guy who throws hard, has a decent secondary pitch, and how long you can ride him for. And that's basically what a closer is. These guys are not starters for a reason. They're not starters because they don't have that third pitch. And once they lose their confidence, it's kind of shot at that point. It's really tough to get it back, uh, as a closer. So all in all, I would wait until this offseason. uh, get, get what you can for them. Hope you get things turned around. And then, like I said yesterday, I think they need to trade for a bat. I'd even be okay with, uh, Who's that first baseman for the Nationals, Bill? Do you remember, uh, do you know what his name is? I'm trying to think.
0: Um, Um, Josh Bell? The guy that, Josh Bell, Bell, is that who we've been talking about? Yeah.
2: Correct, yep, yep. And I I realize that Juan Soto, it's kind of a a long shot, but I think Josh Bell would be more attainable, uh, and I think he would make a big difference. You know, plug him in the three-hole in the lineup, you could have whoever DH whether it be McCutcheon or uh, Telez, and, and I would do that. I would trade for a guy like Josh Bell.
0: The, the, um, the thing with Josh Bell is, well first of all, he's a switch hitter, so that it would put him in good uh, position in both ballpark in all the different ballparks in the National League Central. However, you take the power of Rowdy Telez out of the lineup then unless you just well, DH you could, him.
2: You could you could DH him and then you could have McCutcheon play a little bit more outfield. Because mm-hmm. they've pretty much been DHing McCutcheon all season. I, I, I don't know if it's a, is it a physical thing that he just can't run anymore or his arm is shot. But I, you know, whenever he's been out there, he's looked fine to me uh, in the outfield. So I would just play him in the outfield more, um, and then yeah. you could have you know DeLez DH. Um, but uh, I,
0: I yeah. would yeah, I would I would uh, if Rowdy till now Rowdy's actually surprisingly been a decent defensive first baseman. But you're right, if you pick up a guy like Josh Bell, that certainly solidifies that position for years to come, without a doubt. Um, But I I just, first, the the power aspect, what you need is a a, a hitter for average. Josh Bell would bring you that. The fact that he's a switch hitter is huge because the way they like to tinker with the lineup and go left, right, left, right, left, right, and they like to manipulate that lineup uh, for the matchups, uh, he would certainly ease a lot of those problems. That's for damn sure, big time. So he would be a yeah. guy, he could also DH, obviously. Um, the boy, I tell you, that's not a bad way to go. Josh Bell would be a guy that I think a lot of people would kind of circle and say, yeah, if they could do that deal, he would be I'd be in favor of that.
2: Yeah, yeah, and I, and I know he's batting over his career norm, you know, he's batting 300, good slugging percentage, but he's a career 266 hitter, uh, regardless. So he would probably be your best hitter automatically. Uh, if you traded for him, so even if he falls off a little bit, I think you would really solidify the middle of the order, and you would make guys around him better. And I think it would take a little bit more pressure off, you know, guys like Christian Yelich and Willie Adamas, You know, it's to, not going to uh, it's not
0: going to take a lot to get Josh Bell because if you could keep him, and and because he's going to be a free agent at the end of the season, if I'm not mistaken. So if okay, you can yeah. keep him, if you can, so it wouldn't take you a lot to get him, unless of course you knew you were going to sign him because they they just want to get rid of him and get something for him and most likely it's going to be prospects the way Washington go, is going right now cuz yep, you can't yep. keep everybody I, I, with Soto needing money and Josh Bell wanting money and other guys wanting out so sure. and, and obviously with that team up for sale right now there's a lot of uncertainty in Washington
2: Sure I would be happy with a guy like that Bill
0: so mm-hmm. you know
2: a guy yep. he's not Juan Soto but he still I think would be a difference maker for him
0: Nobody's so. consistent I mean he's still batting over 290 so, I mean, you know, and, and that's, you know, obviously we don't look at batting average hardly anymore, but when you're batting over two you you're getting on base. Your on-base percentage is pretty high, and your slugging percentage is good. It all equals a good OPS, so, no, I'd take that. I, I, I would do that. Appreciate the phone call, Mike. As always, he drops off. You get on board, 877-867-1670. Uh, I like the thought that you're not going to get rid of Hater now. I See, and and depending on what happens with the remainder of the season, I don't think I'd get rid of Hater. At the end of the season, you still got a couple of years if you really wanted to hang on to him that long, and you knew you weren't going to be able to pay him. You still have a couple of years left with arbitration eligible. So I I don't think it's awful if you hung on to him for a longer period of time. Uh, What do you think, Josh Hader? Yay? Nay? Would you trade him, or what are you going to be trading for if you're the if you're the Milwaukee Brewers right now? Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Tomorrow night, Wednesday night, live is back at the Wisconsin State Fair Park, and uh, going to be over there tomorrow night. I think it's the Love Monkeys that are on stage tomorrow night. Looking forward to it. The weather promises to be nice. It should be a cool night. Uh, and not cool in the sense of cold. I'm talking cool in the sense of just badass. Good time tomorrow night taking place at the Bud Pavilion. Brought to you by our friends at Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. So tomorrow night, 6 o'clock, the gates open. 7 o'clock, uh, the music gets underway. The Love Monkeys take the stage. It's all brought to you by Bud Light. Prior to... Tomorrow night, stop over to the Wrestling Taco, 84th Street, just south of the uh, the gates, right there on 84th Street for the Wisconsin State Fair Park, and uh, grab yourself uh, grab yourself a couple of tacos, good margarita, then head on over and enjoy the music. Maybe an early dinner or an after dinner uh, coming up tomorrow night, but the Wrestling Taco in West Dallas on 84th Street, a couple of blocks south of the Wisconsin State Fair Park. Hope to see you over there at all those venues coming up tomorrow night as well. would you want to see Josh Hader traded? The last 48 hours has been, and I think it's very much reactionary, to be quite honest with you. The last 48 hours have been a lot of people that, you know, watched, obviously, what happened on Saturday night and people that have seen the, you know, the the meltdown, if you will, I mean, if you want to call it that, and said, oh, my goodness, you know, we can't have that. Oh, you know, Josh Hader's lost it. Uh, they figured him out. They figured him out. So I'm kind of like, eh, I don't know if I'm going to go there. I don't know if I'm going to say that. Let's wait a minute. So naturally the, the instinct is, trade them. Move on. Time to go. Got to do something else. I'm not, I'm not there. I'm thinking that this team is still going to end up winning the uh, division. I think that this team still has the capability to uh, put it together and to put together a run. And sometimes that's all you need is just a run. So if you can do that, then why would you want to get rid of, you know, why would you want to get rid of uh, of Josh Hader and weaken the back end of your bullpen at this point, you know? Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Give us your thoughts on all this. Uh, let's go to Court. Listening to us in Whitewater Court. How you doing today, man? What's going on?
3: Hey, big unit, thanks for taking my call. I'm doing well. You bet. Um, you, can't, you can't trade Hater. I mean, he's a generational pitcher. Once in, a, once in what, every 20, 30 years, a guy, a lefty with that kind of heat comes through. And I just, I'm, I'm, I'm an older gentleman. I've been through the 90s where we were a major league farm system. Anytime we got a player who kind of rose up and was pretty good, we had to trade him away because we couldn't afford to keep him. And it just... You got something in this pitching staff, and as I told uh, Ben, good pitching will beat good hitting. And you know what? Go out and add a bat or two, and and make a run at this. I still think you're. I still think you have a chance to win yet this season. I just trading hater makes no sense to me.
0: Yeah, it, it doesn't doesn't to me either. Um, I'm not a fan of getting rid of him. I think that you should do everything you can to keep him. I know there is the sense that people seem to think. Well, uh, closers, they come and go, and they lose it after a while. There are those generational guys that that just stand withstand the test of time. They may not be perfect, but they're really, really good for a long period of time, and you'd hate to get rid of a guy like that. Because how many, how many closers did you go through over the years trying to get one guy? You went from Gagne to Turnbow to uh, Trevor Hoffman, Gagne. You brought in everybody just trying to hang on to a closer, and nobody really stuck. One year they'd be really good, the next year they'd be really bad. hater has been really good for a while now. I don't want to see them just toss this guy to the wayside.
3: You're, I agree with you. And the one thing I, I want to bring up, too, and it's a few years back, I think one of the worst injuries that ever happened in Milwaukee Brewer history was when Corey Knebel got injured because he was your closer at the time, and then Josh Nader was so valuable. If you remember, they were plugging him in in the fourth inning and fifth inning in games for two or three innings just to solidify and with the bats they had they could come back when canable when canable got hurt that really really hurt the brewers because it forced Hader then to have to go back to be being the closer and not being that wild card pitcher that they mm-hmm. had uh, that that was the one that really hurt me and you're right Canable's another guy that kind of went through and stuff if you get a guy like this you, you got to hang on to him. just you don't let yeah. a guy like that go
0: i i would agree with I, you i would agree Appreciate it, man. Thanks for the phone call. He drops off. You get on board. 877-867-1670. That's the phone number to give us a shout. Would you want to see Josh Hader traded away? Um, <laughs> ESPN that Steve says, has anybody actually asked Aaron Rodgers what he thinks the Brewers should do? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. Should we? Does no. that need to be asked as we get to a training camp? Does that need to be asked? Uh, Merlin says, just looks to me like haters, uh, location has been a little bit off. What he used to put high in the uh, strike zone has been down in the middle, even in the high nineties, you are going to get crushed. If you are putting the ball right down the middle of the plate, I do think he's going to figure it out. Hopefully sooner rather than later. Uh, Steve says over in the Bud Light live stream, watching us closers only last so long trade them while you, while his value is high. Hmm. Trade him while his value is high. Not a big fan of that. Just not. Uh, This one comes to us from uh, our buddy Steve. Steve writes uh, over in the email inbox, he said, Welcome back, Bill. I agree with you that Josh Hader could be one of the best closers of all time, and he could be the pitcher to build around. By all means, do what has to be done to keep him. Yes, the crew is in a bit of a funk right now, but they are so close to getting over the top. Uh, You have to go for it. Mark Antanasio wants to bring a World Series to Milwaukee, and he has a a bat or two to bolster the offense right now, and that is needed. Uh, The Brewers' rotation is top of the league. Burns and Woodruff have the stuff to get them over the top, Uh, and when they do get Peralta back, along with Eric Lauer and Adrian Hauser, this can be incredibly formidable. Adding a bat or two could be exactly what this team needs to get over the top. If my counting is correct, the Brewers have 68 games left with 40 of them being at home. If they stay focused and get healthy, They can compete with anyone. That's our buddy Steve in Richfield. Steve, appreciate the email. Um, I didn't even realize that. I didn't even look at the remainder of the season. Didn't even look at the the remainder of games at home versus on the road and such, but got it. Um, When you talk about uh, Adam McAlvey wrote a piece, uh, does uh, he feel good? Uh, Christian Yellich, does he feel good about the production so far? He said, it can be better, for sure. Like, I know I'm not doing as well as probably what is expected of me, but I'm trying to find a way to contribute. You just have to do your best that you can, you know, whether it's the leadoff spot, getting on base, trying to create runs, trying to contribute in any way possible. I don't know. I still feel like it hasn't all uh, hasn't all the way been there, but it's been pretty decent. I wouldn't say it's been bad, but I wouldn't say it's been good either. It's just kind of finding a way. You've just got to keep going. Um, Now, when he was asked, do you take a different approach when it comes to batting leadoff? Christian Yelich responded by saying, not really that spot. When you start the game, if you get on base, good things happen because there's nobody out and the guys are coming up behind you. You kind of find yourself in different situations. I feel like what I have done uh, a good job of this year is getting on base. I can run. I can create things on the bases as well. I feel like that spot is conducive to that and then kind of just whatever comes up throughout the game, you come up in certain spots. There's two outs with a guy on, or you get on with a couple of outs. Uh, You can kind of create some stuff. There's certain spots that the more you do it, you just kind of have a feel for the game, time to run, time not to run, just things like that. Honestly, I really enjoyed it. It's been nice, especially on the road. I think it's cool to start a major league game. That's pretty cool. Uh, He kind of feels... That it's been different. It's been different in the leadoff position, but he was asked, "Has uh, you know hitting leadoff been rejuvenating for you?" And he said, "No, I think it's just like a coincidence of when I started playing a little bit better. I was going through one of those streaks where you just are scuffling, and I would have been going through that streak whether I was hitting first or ninth or fifth, like it would have like it wouldn't have mattered. But I feel like being in the spot I can just contribute in different ways. I guess." It certainly I'll tell you this, it certainly looks like he's benefited from batting leadoff. No doubt. That's part of uh, the Brewer's Beat written by Adam McCalvey over at Brewers.com and MLB.com. You can read the the rest of that rest of that there. But the question of the day as we get the rest of our affiliates on, the last forty eight hours, a lot of speculation, a lot of chatter, a lot of talk as the all-star break and the trade deadline begins to come a little bit larger. The one key chip the Brewers have to trade away would be Josh Hader. Would you think about it? Stay tuned. A lot more of the Bill Michaels Show. Three more hours yet to go. It's coming up right after this. The Bill Michaels Show podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.